All right, y'all. What's up, everybody? So today we're going to talk about the shit they don't tell you about marriage. Yes, let's talk about it because there's a whole it. lot, a lot of to say. <laughs> I know. We're going to try not to burn your ear too much, but uh, let's get into it. Here we go. so busy planning the wedding or dreaming up you know whatever I know you guys right. did you you guys didn't so have... I I had kind of a wedding but I really didn't so okay. we actually got a notary okay and we used the chapel on the base mm -hmm. and we contacted like a couple of our close friends was like hey we getting married today got it went and bought me a little dress off the racket at Macy's hey took some flowers <laughs> out my vase at home okay <laughs> And called uh, it a wedding. Yeah, and called it a wedding. <laughs> so we didn't get caught up in the whole pomp and circumstance of, you know. Right. I guess, you know, the big day that everyone else has. I've never had that type of wedding. As a matter of fact, we were saving to have that type of wedding. And then it was literally one day we were kind of just laying in the bed and he looked at me. He was like, I, I think this is stupid, Ebony, if we're trying to have, like, this big splashy wedding. If this is the only thing that's keeping us from getting married, like, I don't want to spend another day not being married to you. Mm. So we actually got up that day with the intention of going to the justice of the peace. And my mom was like, oh, hell. Right. <laughs> I wish you would get married. Right, right. So we kind of did a makeshift wedding. Okay. You had the whole I did shebang. have the whole okay. shebang. And it was, I had like 12 bridesmaids, 12. Heavens. I know. Okay. <laughs> Okay. It was big, but I learned that I was rushing it. I was rushing it, and a you lot feel of like it. You did? I did, yeah. I got engaged, and then like six months later, we got married. I tried to have it on. I had my okay, wedding on the same day as my dead? parents. So, so April twelfth was our wedding day. So I was like, yeah. you know, trying to just rush things, and then a lot of it was your parents. My mom, my parents yeah. wanted to they have were putting it a certain pressure kind on of way. To get married. Girl, okay. I had to wear stockings with shoes. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the pantyhose. <laughs> and I remember <laughs> having this whole like debate with my mom. Like, I don't want to wear stockings with my shoes. She's like, No, you gonna wear the stockings oh, and the shoes. Oh, so you know, gosh. it just became like, Okay, well, whose wedding is this? You know, 
the whole so picture you feel like in the your paper. She took over your wedding. I mean, didn't take over, but had a lot, had some say She's in it that I, influence. that I, I guess allowed or whatever, because it was everybody's wedding. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, that's just how, because everybody plans a wedding and, you know, your daughter, you're planning yeah. this. But, so, anyway. You, so, you, I mean, how, how did you feel about that? Um, well, because you, you said back, you felt like you rushed into it. So what made did. you feel like you rushed into the marriage? I mean, or do you feel like you rushed into the marriage or you just rushed the, well, I the, guess the rushing wedding. the wedding I and the marriage is the same thing, right? Yeah. Okay, so. I mean, looking back, I feel like I rushed everything. Really? Just at the end of the day, I did. I learned a lot about marriage and I had a good time in it. But, you know, at the end of the day, yes, I definitely rushed because that whole know thyself. Ooh, piece of advice uh-huh, yeah it's so true but i i wasn't taught that advice beforehand you know what i'm saying which is why <laughs> we are embarking on this topic yes, today yes okay because everyone wants to give you the sugar-coated version yes. of what your marriage will be yes okay they want to tell you that uh what did tamar say in her lyrics that every day was gonna be lingerie and marvin Gaye, no, baby happening. <laughs> <laughs> baby <laughs> It is Sometimes not. you don't feel like wearing that long. Yeah, it's exactly. not. It's, it's not that at all. And I will say, um, our pastor in New Orleans, which is where we got married, mm-hmm. our pastor in New Orleans had this saying, and we never got premarital counsel, uh, counseling. Did you ever do that? We did, but it was all of like an hour. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you didn't have it. <laughs> <laughs> like it was all jacked up. Okay. So our pastor said, I hope I don't get this wrong, but he made the statement that what is the worst possible thing that a person could ever do to you? Like, what's the worst possible thing that your wife or your husband could ever do to you? He said, I want you to imagine that. And I want you to sit in that for a moment. He said, really sit in it. He said, now imagine that your husband or your wife does that to you. Are you going to stay with them? Mm. He said, if your answer is no, don't get married. Okay. And how do you feel about that question or that <laughs> advice? I was like, I don't really feel like it's as blanket as you put it I know. It that, that's right. kind of hard. To <laughs> right. I don't feel like it's as blanket as he said because it's like, what if my husband was beating my ass? You going to tell me to stay married to him because he's beating me? Cause right. Yeah. I mean, to me, like, if you're, like, emotionally or physically abusing me, then that to me, is like the worst possible thing that you could ever do. Right. I realize Agreed. that most people's big no-no would be, oh, if you cheat on me, then I'm out. That's that's one too, though. Okay, it, it is. Let's yes. get into it then. Let's, talk, I, let's yeah, talk about that. I don't okay, know. because I don't care what people say. The majority of people are have been or will experience infidelity in their marriage. Yes. And Ra- if it, even if it isn't physical intercourse thank you that's there what i was about to say infidelity takes on different yeah, ways it could be emotional cheating, cheating. Mm-hmm. um it can be physically cheating right and, and this is the elephant in the room that no one wants to address no one you know your grandmama them been married for how many oh, years but they keep and quiet and stuff them. so much right then like, you come out come find out papa got a whole other family right. over here on, on, the, on the other side, side of, of the railroad track right you got aunties and uncles you didn't even know you had right all, you know what they say what don't come out in the wash, come out in the rent. Yes. The rent is the funeral. <laughs> yes. Okay, so when the funeral happens, now all of these Everybody's people want to come out. out. Yeah. yeah, everyone comes out of the woodworks. Yeah. Here's your auntie you didn't know about. Here's your cousin you didn't know about. 
handle his a sibling. Right. <laughs> you the didn't whole know about. sibling. Right. <laughs> Everybody wants to tell everything when someone passes. But we we look up to our elders, yeah. right? We look up to the grandparents and we see that they've been together forty five years, right. sixty years, and we're like, Oh my gosh, I wanna get to that place. Not Let me knowing. Tell, baby, years and years. Ask grandmama how many of them sixty five years she was married to your granddaddy. She was happily Happy. married because it's it's not about quantity. It's not about quality how over yes. everything. We have to focus on the quality. That quality. No, over I everything. just wish that that marriage advice nowadays was more focused on quality. Like you hear, oh, communication is the number one rule. Mm-hmm. So you think that because you're communicating with your spouse, we're not really arguing that much or whatever. We're laughing. We're having fun. That you're properly communicating. But I've I've learned. That that is not the case. Like, you have to learn how to express your deeper emotions, Mm -hmm. your soul. You have to learn how to communicate, like, every single nook and cranny of yourself and not feel like you're being judged by your partner. You got to have a safe space to communicate with your spouse. Right. And I find that the things that are most important is the things that we as women communicate to our girlfriends. Like, these are the conversations that we actually should be having with our spouse. Right. Yeah. Because these are the things that that they don't know about us. Right, exactly. And so why is that, like, why can't we have those conversations that we have with our girlfriends, with our spouse? Like, do they think that, do we think that they don't want to hear that side of us? Probably, and then there's the being protective, like, I feel like they protect our feelings. They're probably things they're holding back from us because they don't want to hurt our feelings. Mm-hmm. And I definitely know that we do. Right. We hold back because we don't want to hurt their feelings as well. You know how raw we get with each other when we talk about things. Yeah. Like, could they handle it if we actually spoke to them mm-hmm. in that manner? In probably not, right? <laughs> right? Just like they kicking it with their homeboys over here, you know, ragging on us about something they have a gripe about. Could mm-hmm. we handle hearing that raw truth Mm-hmm. that they give to their homeboys. Probably not. Right. We not have sure. to learn how to tailor a conversation for your audience, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. But I think that we, at the core, don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. They don't want to hurt ours, and we don't want to hurt theirs, so we, we sweep it under the rug, you know? And I think we that, skirt that around is it. where that's yeah. one of our problems, like sweeping things under the rug. You have to... You can't... You're going to so, trip over that shit one yeah, day. Yeah, like, you because it'll come back. So right, it's just like learn how to understand your emotions, address your emotions, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, talk about it bring it up, and then move on from that point. There's growth that happens when you Mm -hmm. do it that way instead of, you know, trying to sweep it under the rug and all that. I wish somebody told me about that, about emotion. That's good that you say that. I think that's a really good point to address. What is it that you wish someone would have told you before you got married? I wish somebody would have told me that you will continue to grow as an individual, Mm-hmm. in marriage. I had no idea that I was to grow, that I'm supposed to continue to grow mm-hmm. until the day that I die. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my spouse should grow as well. I had no idea. Like, I thought that we get married. I thought it was like the typical get married. You have your job. You ride off into the sunset. You plan for retirement. Right. I had no <laughs> idea that growth is a part of of it as an individual. Mm. 
So I wish somebody would have told me that. What about you? Ooh, so many things. Um, I wish that someone would have told me really how much work marriage is. Mm. Okay, it's easy to fall in love. The magic is in staying in love. Right. Okay, the magic is in being respected as an equal partner in the marriage. And when you've been with someone for over 10 years, you really realize how much you aren't the same person Mm -hmm. that you were when you initially got married. And there was, I know I'm going to misquote it, so I, I won't. But there was something that I heard that said, when you marry someone, you really marry three people in one. Mm. I have not heard that. You haven't? Okay. So Okay. So I'm going to tell you, it's the person you think you're marrying, the person that they really are, and then there's the person that they're going to become. Okay. So I think what happens in the marriage is that we focus on the person that we think they are. Mm. The person that we say I do to on your wedding day. The potential. Mm -mm. I don't even want to say potential. This is the person you perceive them to be. Okay. This is the person that you fell in love with. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is who you're marrying. Right. But the second person is the person that they really are. Mm -hmm. Okay. We are all people with layers. So I think... The longer you're married, the more of these layers of this person you peel back. Mm-hmm. Then you kind of start getting to the essence of who they really are. So that's when you start to have what they say the seven year itch. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. probably when you got a seven year itch. Right. If y'all make it a seven year, right? <laughs> exactly. We have a seven year itch, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, whoa, here's this man that I married, and even though I felt like I really knew you, I'm seeing some other sides to you that I didn't know was there that's where that person that they really are is coming out Mm. okay and then as you speak of that's where that third person come in when you talk about growth Mm -hmm. within the marriage the person that they're going to become right you grew you changed you evolved in your marriage yeah right and no one spoke about that no one spoke about okay what happens when you become this other woman and he looks at you like who is this right and right. I'm like, come on, keep, come on, catch up, catch up. keep up. Like, right. don't you understand? Like, like grow with me. Evolve we don't all grow me. at the same time. We don't. I wish no I would have known that. Right. You know? I I wish that that's what I wish. I wish someone would have told me about the Trinity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I can say that when I got married, <laughs> I'm not saying this as a dig because it certainly is not. But when I got married. That man that I married then essentially is the same person that he is today. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you've been growing and evolving. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. I've, I've grown and, and evolved, but I also stuffed parts of who I am at the core. I was the, just about to say mm-hmm. that. That's one of For the, the things that they don't the tell you to... Yeah. Um, I wish that they would have told me to be yourself too. Like, like I took on the role as wife and mother. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And not Tori. Yeah. So she was in the back, and I was focused just on those two roles. And I wish somebody would have told me to 
bring myself along as well. Like absolutely, you can do all three. I did not know that. I thought I had to be the good wife and the good mother, okay. and that was it. Oh, okay, but isn't that what's like embedded in us? Like from when we're little girls playing with Barbie dolls. Yeah. Okay, make sure that you're the perfect wife. Make sure that you're the perfect mother. And I definitely know that I, I'm not going to bash any of that because I enjoyed it. Yeah. And it I prided good. myself in being a great mother right. and a great and a good wife. wife. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there was no, I enjoyed it. but I, And yeah, I think absolutely. that um, because of, of maybe our natural nurturing abilities right, or right. caregiving yeah. abilities, absolutely. you know what I'm saying? It mm-hmm. was a, a way for us to channel that into into the marriage or in, or it's a reason why we do get married or why we do have children but yeah you just don't know that you can be you can bring yourself along too you know what i'm you saying can. and i think what ended up happening at least for me is i my my spouse would have said she changed mm-hmm. the conversation or the narrative changed after that like no you're right. You really didn't. I, there were pieces of me that doesn't work in a marriage that I had to stuff. Okay, I'm a free spirit. I kind of come and go as I please. Right. Okay, if you're married, you can come and go as you please. I can't get a wild hair up my ass and say, hey, I'm going to get up and... Right. I'm going to Vegas go tomorrow. To the beach. Right. <laughs> you got to check in and let this person know, like, we met in college. I traveled by myself all the time. It was nothing for me to be sitting in my living room in my apartment and and just jump up and go, you know what? I'm going to go to Daytona. Right. And so just get in my car and go. But I didn't change. Like you met me being this woman who was just carefree. Mm -hmm. And if on a whim, if I wanted to go somewhere, I would just get up and go. But, but I think happened. something happens in that situation where if you do get up and go at that point, why does it seem like, oh, she's going to meet somebody or, oh, she's going to cheat? Like, why can't it just be that's just who she was? You know? I, now, see, that's the part I won't take ownership in. Mm-hmm. Okay, because this is something that men have to address. Mm. Okay, there's something going on with you, especially if you know me to be this person. Right. Right. If we're dating and I'm like, yo, I'm about to go to Panama. (laughs) See you later. Right. Okay. If I'm not introducing any new behaviors to you that weren't already present, you got to check yourself and ask yourself, why am I so off put by you? traveling by yourself Mm -hmm. if I've always traveled by myself that's who I am that's nothing new right so why do you feel like that I always flip the table and go what because probably when you leave right what is you doing what you doing (laughs) (laughs) right you don't trust me to be by myself because of what you do when you're by yourself Mm -hmm. I'm always gonna turn the tables because I'm not that woman that is going to think you leave you're cheating Right. Because I value my my space. And I know that everyone needs to have their space. So if he wants to go cut up with the boys, I don't care. Mm -hmm. I'm going to help you get dressed. Right. Baby, wear that outfit. You look better in it. Right. (laughs) Right. I'm not insecure. I'm not jealous. I'm not any of those things. I know that people, it is important for you to maintain your identity Mm -hmm. within your marriage. Yeah. Yeah, I know that now. I didn't know that back then. 
Yeah. Yeah. I knew it then, but I fought mm, yeah, I, to still be ebony and be a wife. Yeah, throughout mm-hmm. and be his wife and be the kid's mom. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know any of that. I had no idea that you could lose yourself, period. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that you could lose yourself in a marriage. I didn't know that you could just lose yourself in general. You can. I had no idea. You didn't? <laughs> no, and I wish somebody would have told me that. I wish, mm. yeah. I mean, because after when you're going through it, then you hear other people talk about, oh, I lost myself in my marriage. I lost mm-hmm. myself in this. And I'm just like, well, where are the women before us that have done it before us? Like, where is that advice? Uh, they lied to us, boo. Or they just keep crying. <laughs> they like, why don't they us. say anything? They lied to we us. They just, it. we need the guidance. We do. <laughs> they they peddle us being the long suffering wives, or met. You know what? Let me take that back. They didn't even peddle us being the long suffering wives. They mm-hmm. just peddled the picture that everything would be fine and it would just work out. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, you never. It's so complex. Like you never told us that we would have to fight to have our voices heard. Right, because you can definitely lose your voice Absolutely. in a marriage. Yeah. Because, you know, you and I married similar cats, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. So they're traditional Southern boys who pride themselves in being, mm-hmm. you know, the man of the house yeah. and, you know, the caregiver, the provider. The provider. Yeah. You know, all those things that we love because yeah. I'm, I'm never going to say anything bad about that because I want a man's man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and they are, did a good job. It, of oh, that. Amazing you know job, absolutely, an amazing. <laughs> but I didn't job. know that there was more to it, mm-hmm. um, to marriage than just being a provider of your physical needs. Right. Like they, I didn't know that a husband is supposed to be there and provide for you emotional, emotional support mm-hmm. or spiritual support, mm-hmm. or like I didn't know any of that stuff. I feel like most men are are not really taught to be in tune with their emotions. They're not. and, I, and I, So they don't know how to care for us in that capacity because they're always taught to just be strong. Right. You know, suck it up and, you know, show no signs of weakness. Right. So when it comes to them caring for us emotionally, they don't really know how. Like, no one's given them the blueprint on how to do that. Right. None. Not, not at all. And it, it just hurts. The marriage on both sides, like our men don't know how to mm-hmm. express themselves, and then you know, it's just if you're raising boys, let them know it's okay to cry. It Stop is. telling them to suck it up. It is. It it's is weakness. Okay. It's not a yeah. sign of weakness at all. Just get have them understand their emotions, you know. And then as it it as it pertained to my spouse, I, what I had to learn was, you know, people will be the type of, I guess, spouse that they perceive is is best. But if you don't really have a template on what to follow, then you're just, you're kind of meandering your way through it. You're figuring it out as you go along. He never had that role model there to show you, like, what a husband is really supposed to be. Right. You know, you didn't grow up in a house. He didn't grow up in a household with his father. Mm-hmm. I grew up in a house with my father, but he passed when I was young. Right. So, I mean, if you don't really see that, if you don't really see that man loving on that woman, caring for that woman, if you don't really see that as an example, then how are you going to in turn translate that over into your marriage? You're just going to 
Right. Do what you, I guess, feel like is best. You right. don't really have a blueprint to go by. You really don't. You really don't. You really have to figure it out. Yeah. Like on your own. Yeah. They do the best that they can with what they have, but yeah. it doesn't necessarily mean that that's the right way to do things. Yeah. Um. What's the, another one that they didn't would they didn't tell us about is ego. <laughs> I didn't know. Like, I wish somebody would have told me how, um, you know, how we grow up and we're like, oh, well, we got to stroke his ego or we got to make sure he's good. And mm-hmm. we got, you know, all of that stuff. Stroking an ego is Mm-mm. not going to get you Mm-mm. anywhere. So don't stroke egos. No, that doesn't work. Um, it's not cute. At all, Mm-mm. because when you because stroking an ego is you're feeding a monster. You know what I'm saying? Oh yes. So I wish, um, I don't know, and I, I think that we're just so catered to men. You know, mm-hmm. we're groomed for men, um, and I don't know. I think it's changing. Like I think we've talked about it before, but I think it's changing. The the younger girls now may not be as groomed to men as we were in right. our parents or our mothers. You know, but. Um, yeah, I just think that we need to understand that marriage is its own like entity, mm-hmm. you know, and we're f- feeding into the marriage like, you know, we're bringing yeah. our individual selves into the marriage. We are. I think if someone could have maybe shown me the proper way to maintain my individuality. Yeah. Within the marriage. That's key. Like that's yeah, that, a that huge. <laughs> yeah, it, it would have been because I'm me at the end of the day. And you know, we had that conversation before when I told you, like, girl, and I guess I had my early midlife crisis. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was just like, child, I don't know who I am yeah, anymore. Right. Like, I, I, that's a real li- thing. Yeah, it is a thing. <laughs> it is. I literally looked in the mirror and did not recognize the woman looking either. back at me. Yeah like who the hell am I right this is not me yeah I'm I'm young I'm vibrant I'm full of life like I'm just free-spirited like I was none of those things anymore I was monotonous mm-hmm. I was complacent mm-hmm. I was not happy yeah I literally was not happy and the thing that bothered me the most was to say that to my spouse and you immediately turn that into a you moment. Mm. Not let me hear and receive what my wife is saying to me. She's hurting right now. She's not happy right now. I would think that a husband, or even if this is a man, mm-hmm. your wife would care right. that you're not happy and want to fix what's wrong. Right. And to realize that this isn't even about me. One, this is why I'm not happy. Okay. Right. <laughs> this is why I'm not happy. Um, but two, you're continuing to make this about you and not even realizing this is how I got here. Mm-hmm. Because everything has been centered around you and making you happy. Yeah. And the moment. Where was I in us? I know they say there's no I in we. Okay. Whatever. There's an there I in is. we. There has it's to silent. be. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I and we. Right. Okay. (laughs) It's two of us here. Right. And it's important to me that you're happy and it should be important to you that I'm happy. 
And anything that you can lose by having an honest conversation, baby, you never had it. At all. To begin with. It's been gone. So, yeah, I wish someone would have told me. Matter of fact, let me stop lying. Oh, what? <laughs> this was after the fact. No one told me beforehand. Okay. But my good girlfriend, I ain't going to call her name in case you don't want nobody to know who she is. <laughs> what she say? My good girlfriend told me when I came to her crying about where I was, you know, in, in my marriage at that time. Uh, she told me. She said, baby. You need to vent, come vent to me. She said, don't you tell that man none of that. Because mm. if you tell him, you're going to lose him. Mm. So then that's like the, do you go and No tell one him? told me beforehand. Though. See, we're talking about the things that we wish oh. someone would have told us oh, before right. beforehand. we got married. Yes. I'm good and damn married at this right. point, okay? All the way in. We about 15 years <laughs> in right, this thing. Right. Okay. So I say this to her and she says, Baby, you need to vent. Come vent to me. Mm. Men's egos are fragile, and if you go tell him that, you're going to lose your husband. And that's, yes, that whole fragile thing. That whole fragile ego. Man, why y'all fragile? Right? <laughs> why? Yeah. Why? We want to understand you, yes, brothers. We please. love you. We want to know. we do. Because I just, <laughs> I, I never want to be at odds with y'all. We love y'all. At all. But I don't understand why I can't come to you and share my truth without you one. Okay, I get Taking it, it so personal. Yeah. Because it really shouldn't be. I'm telling you this so we can get it back on track. Not yeah. to um, bruise your ego or right. any of that. I want us to get it back on track. And she told me that. Mm -hmm. And she's not a petty betty at all. Mm -hmm. But she, <laughs> she definitely looked at me and said, baby doll, didn't I tell you? Right. <laughs> Did I tell you not to tell me? <laughs> I told you. And I stupidly felt like, this is my husband. If we're having problems, I should be able but to that's how you it's and tell to be. you. Right. But when, you're, but when ego is in the mix. Right. Okay. Right. It's, it's you, your husband, and ego. Ego. Yeah. Or you, your wife and ego. You know, whatever. But ego is in the mix regardless. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's a little bit of my ego in there. It's a little bit of your ego in there. <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely bring our egos into the relationship. I just, I think it's more important. You don't want to go into your marriage thinking about doom and gloom. No, you don't. But, you know, we, we need to spend a little bit more time talking about the hard days, the tough times. Yeah. I, and I, I wish somebody would have told to me talk about more vision. About like, your marriage should have a vision. Like, what are we working towards? I know, aside from retirement, like, what are our purposes? What fills us up? What brings us joy? Right. Like, that is the good stuff that we need to mm -hmm. be trying to uncover and unpack together. And we help each other do that, and we support each other. But also having that. that realization that what you come into that marriage, you know, working towards mm -hmm. may not be the same thing. That's true. A right. few years down the road. Right. That it can change. That it, it can. can. Change direction. And, and yeah. Right. It's, it really is a day by day it is. thing, you know, um, that needs to be nurtured just as much as the individual needs to be Absolutely. nurtured. The marriage needs to be nurtured. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there there are so many more things, but I don't want to ramble about it. Yeah, I but think we I need think a part two on it. We probably do need a part two, but I think at the end of the day, like I said, making sure that you focus on 
how to get through. It's easy to love somebody when things are good. It is. It needs to be more conversation about the storms that are going to come in your marriage. Right. How do you weather those storms? Right. Because they're coming. They are coming. It's not a matter of if or when. Yeah. And let me tell you something. These people who try to act like they have just been blissfully married for 20 years, (laughs) baby, if you think you're blissfully married for 20 years, somebody hiding something. It's some things going on. (laughs) Somebody lying. Right, right. (laughs) They lying. Okay. some things going on. There's some things going on, and I'm not saying that you should have, you know. Yeah. Your marriage shouldn't be hard, but it is work. It is work. It is and if someone is work. always happy with you, then there's someone who's doing a lot of pretending. Yeah. And yeah. are not being their authentic selves. Right. Just It is, yeah, the, the whole, it doesn't have to be hard, but it is work. Love is right. a verb. It is action. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's always going to be some, some work, some action involved in it. So, but, Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. We're definitely going to do a part two. I think we should. There's so much to to touch on with marriage. It is a beautiful thing. It is. (laughs) At the end of the day, I do. Yes, Yes. because I'm like determined to understand it and make it work because I believe in marriage. I believe in committed, you know, relationships. But at the same time. Right person at the right time. Yes, yes. With the right mindset. With the right mindset. Alignment. It's beautiful. Yes. Yeah. An aligned marriage is, I think, it's, it's the most amazing thing ever. Yeah. Absolutely. So, thank you guys for tuning in. All right. We will talk to you guys next week. All right. Peace, love, and light. Bye. Bye.